Welcome to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. You may be asking, what does Indie mean? It's not just music or the way you dress. It's all about you and a unique way of life. Now, here is your host. Hey everybody, and welcome to Indie the Radio Show. I'm Rinsley, and today I'm here with a band, Crossstrung. How are you guys? Good. Good. All right, so I was just, this is the guest room where I talk to guests. These are my guests, just so you all know. So, um, I was just going to start by asking you guys, like, how do you guys prepare for your shows? And how do you guys, like... <laughs> how do we... Um, well, I'm Sarah. I play mandolin and guitar. Um, kind of like, I don't know, the lead when it comes to organizing practices and things like that. I'm kind of... In the bossy one? Yes. <laughs> most That's awesome. Um, See, there can be me sometimes. <laughs> but not most of the time. Yeah. I think every band kind of needs, like, a leader when it comes to, like, Someone who things. will, like, lay down the law and be like... Yeah. yeah. So... See, when, when I had my band Auto Lumen, it was either Megan or me, depending on the level of importance to the practice. Like, if we had something coming up, then it would be me. But if it was, like, her and it was just, like, a regular practice, well... It would sometimes be her, but then sometimes there was nobody and our producer was freaking out because none of us would get it together. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mr. Mike. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, um, actually, I forgot, but I should ask you guys your names. So, yeah. your name is Sarah, right? Yep. Okay, and then what's your name? My name's Dan. I'm Emma. And I'm Leah. And do you guys care sharing ages or... Oh, sure. <laughs> um, I'm 20. I'm 18. I'm 28. <laughs> are you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 25. Okay, so there you guys are all about around the same age. It's kind of fun, probably. So what is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you on stage? <laughs> there are glorious moments when you open your mouth and insert your foot all the way up to your knees. I think that's like, oh, when you say just the worst things. Oh, probably. I've done that. Just one time probably. Emma fell off the stage. Yeah, that was pretty fun. <laughs> I think if anybody in the band, like, gets the hiccups or says something that, like, maybe we didn't plan on, and then <laughs> everybody is laughing so they can't play the next song. Leah was laughing so hard one show we had to send her off stage. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She couldn't stop laughing. Because oh she got gosh. the hiccups. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So, why don't you tell us about the time that you almost fell off? Uh, that was... A long time ago. <laughs> um, we were playing for this dinner theater and the stage was not super big and one of the actors comes running from backstage and um, we're all supposed to like look scared because he's swinging around this fake gun and I'm standing next to the edge of the stage and I'm wearing these big old clunky cowboy boots. So I don't realize that my foot's going off the stage as I like try to step back from him to like look scared. And uh, by the time I finally realized I was too late and I fell off the stage and I brought my big old bass with me, but it turned out okay. Your bass is like fine and I mean like the tuning peg slipped and it took us like two years to fix it. <laughs> so, I, I mean it was really okay. No, it was the sound post. Yeah, not the tuning sound post. Yeah, the tuning pegs were fine. I mean, it was a little out of tune, but we yeah. got up and we played the next song, and nobody seemed to notice that it was out of yep. tune. So Just, she hopped up and made a joke about it, and the show went on. And let's turned out okay. That's what you do? Joke. How do you recover from something like that? 
uh, the, the actor who had run on stage said something about how his gun was a verifiable chicken killer. As part of the act. <laughs> As part of the act, because... Uh, anyway, I climbed up back on stage, and, like, the show must go on. That's what we're taught. And so I say to the mic, it's a verifiable bass player killer, too. <laughs> yep, that's and every. I don't think I'm pretty sure everybody knew that it wasn't planned, but like we have to keep our cool under fire. So <laughs> literally, I'm just happy that I said something. That, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like chill, chilled See, out like the panic. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody is really like, <gasps> it was yeah. only like three feet. High stage. Well, still, still it's it? like three feet, and she went backwards, and so there was this moment of the audience being like, <gasps> and she pops up and she makes the joke, and was like, oh, okay, ha ha ha, ha and we're done. <laughs> Did so. were you like still in pain? Like, <laughs> no, I actually wasn't. I wasn't in pain. I was mean, good. I think I was a little hurt. Like <laughs> the next day, but. That's funny. I know, like, when there's a bunch of people watching and you, like, hurt yourself, you're like, I'm totally fine. <laughs> and, like, you're nursing, like, a broken whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually just going to ask you guys, and I know you guys already answered this question, but just for the audience. So you guys are all siblings, right? Pretty we much. Are, yeah. uh, pretty three much? sisters, Sarah, Leah, and okay. I, we're... S- we're family, but Dan married Sarah, so oh, okay. Also family, but he's not. I think that's kind of fun for you guys to like touring and stuff. Yeah. So actually, Sarah's pregnant. So when's that? What's gonna happen when the baby comes into the picture? I'm curious about that. <laughs> well, um, we already have a little girl, and oh, okay. she she travels with us. So Aww, yeah, they're gonna be super super close. Like um, <laughs> our little girl is now um, just a little over a year and a half, mm-hmm. and the baby new baby comes May 25th. What a so. fun childhood. <laughs> I wish my I parents would have so. done that. Sometimes you're like, is this really healthy? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, they, so far, like our little girl Lena has done just fine. She was on the road when she was like two weeks old and oh, wow. we just go in the RV and just go for it. So She loves be getting like, outside. She knows the sound when the RV stops and it's she time to get outside. outside. <laughs> yeah. She loves that's going cute. around and seeing new stuff. So. Oh, that's yeah. fun. So, um... What kind of music have you guys played like when you were like kids, when you were starting out? What did you guys start out playing and then to now? What's the comparison? <laughs> we started out playing really old school bluegrass. Yep. Old Joe Clark was, I think, the first tune that we all like learned on all of our <laughs> instruments, and like we like practiced for like a week and a half, so we could all like barely like plunk through the song. And then we got together, and Mom was like, "Okay, kids, let's do this." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Thinking back now, it's like, oh man, we must have sounded so horrible, like attitude and not together, and wow. just. But I mean, it was fun, so we we started doing that. We started with traditional bluegrass and. For the first two years of playing music, we didn't sing, like, a note. We didn't sing a song. <laughs> did not happen. And we had a really great music teacher, and he taught all the instruments, and finally he was like, okay, guys, time to start singing. And <laughs> we started singing, and... Boy, did we fight it. <laughs> we fought it so hard. Really? We did not like singing for the longest time. That's so funny. Because, like, I, I was little and I just, like, I would sing probably I was, like, two years old and I was singing around the house. <laughs> but, wow, so that's funny that you guys actually, like, because I've never actually, I've heard people that, like, wanted to sing, but they really couldn't. And I was like, I'm so sorry. You have no idea how embarrassed you should be right now. <laughs> like, but the good thing is, is that, they're not embarrassed because they, just, nope. they don't know that they, they should be embarrassed. They're just like, 
Ooh. <laughs> so, um, but that's interesting that you guys didn't want to, but you actually can really well because I heard you guys just like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, they actually, what song was it called? Was we, it? we sang Ooh Child. Okay. It's recently used in Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a really, really good song. Your harmonies were great, and of course, your siblings. So, you guys' voices match really well together. The sister blend. So, my story is a little different. I started asking to play the violin when I was two years old. I <laughs> saw somebody play it, and I stood there and watched them and said, wow. That's what I want to do. And my parents said, No, you're too young. Uh, you, you you know can't even pay attention for five minutes. How are you supposed to learn the instrument? <laughs> so they said, if you're five, you, when you turn five years old and you still want to play, then we'll get you a violin. And so when I turned five, they gave me a guitar, <laughs> and I was like, I don't want the guitar. Give me the violin. So they got me a violin, got me a violin teacher, and I I took uh, Suzuki lessons up until I was probably twelve or thirteen, playing classical music. Got to like book five. I played in the school orchestras um, all through school. But uh, when I was about 12 or 13, I discovered fiddle music, um, and I dropped the classical and started doing traditional, you know, bluegrass, old time, and eventually got into the Celtic, mm-hmm. so. Yep, and we started on bluegrass, and then I went to Ireland to study Celtic music oh, wow, with that's um, fun. the university <laughs> I was attending, and yeah, it was, it was really cool just going there. Really musical experience and then I came back and I was like guys Celtic music and Leah loves it and Emma like she likes it she, she's chill like with Celtic it music, it's, it's a fun. lot of fun That's and cool. then as we've been playing more and more it's like hey there are other songs we want to learn so we just kind of like <laughs> drifted in a new direction and Mm-hmm. created a new sound with those traditional roots mixing yeah. you know it in with the modern so do you guys write your own stuff or discovering we, stuff um, we do have some originals that we do um, we're starting to a lot more now mm-hmm. that we kind of are getting to voice our own sound because when you first start out you kind of have to go with what people will hire you for but the more yeah. well known you get the more you can do your own thing and that's what we've been working towards gradually it's really fun. That's so cool. So I was gonna ask you guys, what was the worst thing that you guys have said on stage? Like, oh dear. <laughs> Usually something I've said. You know, I think we like to try and forget about those moments. So I don't know if we can tell you. <laughs> um, most recently, I accidentally called our audience deaf. <laughs> Pretty much, like it was, it was bad. They they were older, and we were trying to like pull the sound down. And I was like, let's not make your hearing any worse than it already is. <laughs> You know. See, the worst thing that I said was, well, I'm sure I've said worse things, but this is the most recent one. It was like a Christmas show, and they were like, we were doing it for like a 12K, and um, there were like a bunch of runners, and they were like running, you know, and it was like a 12K, so they're like working at this, and um, and I go, I was like, you know what, a little bit of inspiration for you guys. Someone's last words had to have started with that. And then they said, well I said, I was like, um, you guys, if, even if it's hard and you feel like you're going to fall down, keep going. Try harder. And, yeah. and my friend's like, really? And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a break. You're listening to Into the Radio Show and we'll be right back.
you hear the term break a leg, what do you think of? Maybe it's the movies, musicals, stage shows, and theater. Break a Leg will explore all forms of creativity, whether it's from theater, movies, TV, or even books. On our show, we'll discuss all aspects of show business, including how to get your start and what's trending now. Guests include actors, singers, and dancers working in the industry to give you a unique and personal perspective. Tune in weekly to Break a Leg, your all things entertainment show, Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Indie the Radio Show. It's Rinsley, and I'm here with Carl Strum. Or Strug, not Strum. I don't know why I said Strum. It's Carl Strum. Everyone gets it wrong. Yeah, that's what I heard you guys saying, that you guys have trouble with people mispronouncing it. Yeah, cross, <laughs> cross we didn't think cross strung because we're like musicians. It made sense. The most common way that people say it, miss say it, is cross strings. Oh, hmm. simple. So at least I didn't get it the most commonly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you were unique. <laughs> See, when I, my parents named me Rinsley. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was so mad at them forever because nobody could see my name. Like, and they'd be like, what's your name? And I'd be like, Rinsley. And they'd be like, Winsley? And I'm like, no, it's Rinsley. And they'll be like, Kinsley. And I'm like, R-I-N-S-L-E-Y. And they're like, Grinsley. And I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> so, eventually, I got to be about 14. And then I learned to appreciate it a little more. But forever, I always wanted to go by my middle name because my middle names are Emma Rose. So I was like, oh, that's cute. I'll just go like that. Everybody will get it. But... I think I was named Rinsley for a reason, so we're just going to have to go with it. <laughs> it's a cool stage name. Yeah. It is. It is. So I don't have to, like, have a fake stage name. I can just have Rinsley. <laughs> and the way I sign it, it's all girly and weird. But <laughs> So um, what's the most embarrassing moment that you guys have had besides, like, just being on stage, like, just out of everything, individually? <laughs> I mean, where to start? I don't know. <laughs> No, I I don't know, because, like, for me, anyway, I feel like if I do something embarrassing, it's, like, life-shattering. I mean, not really, but, like, I feel like I've moved forward better in my life if Mm -hmm. I can, like, block that memory out. So, if you ask me... Use some special whiteout. Yeah, if you ask me what my most embarrassing memory is, it's, like... I, I, I kind of know them, but, like, all of a sudden, I don't remember what <laughs> what happened. I, I don't remember. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I think a lot of people wish they could do that. 
Well, I think, I don't know, just being on stage so often, there's so many times where you can like get down on yourself for mistakes that you make, whether it's like playing or like your guitar is out of tune or if you totally miss a note. And it's just like, you can either let those moments get you down or you can just say, you know what, I'm going to do better the next time and just forget that they ever happened and move forward. And so I think that kind of spills into our personal life too. It's gotten really hard to get us embarrassed. Really? Well, just because we're on stage all the time and you just... You, you can't let it bother it. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the show you must go, go on. on. No, the show it, must go true. on. It really should. Um, I remember one of my most embarrassing moments was in seventh grade. Oh, <laughs> junior high. <laughs> I just cringe. <laughs> but um, I was in drama, and I decided to wear a skirt that day. Bad choice, worst choice, and this boy picks me up and... Whoa! <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it there, <laughs> and everybody, and then my friends were like, "Yeah, everybody saw your underwear," and I was like, "What?" At least it was cute. Okay. Yeah, at least I was 12. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that was not fun. And I remember just like crying. I was just so embarrassed. And then yeah, and then I went home because I just couldn't function. Yeah, <laughs> I was a mess. You just can't let embarrassment. Get no, you down. can't. And now that I've been on stage so many times, like ever since the time that I was, well, I think it started when I was twelve that I started like actually doing stuff. And um, yeah, once once I have like been getting on stage, like you guys said, it's easier to recover. It's easier to be like, okay, yeah, it's all right. Especially like today, I decided to do a song that I didn't really know very well, and um, hmm, yeah, that didn't go too good. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't terrible, <laughs> and I was able to act like nothing happened, but, there you, go. you know, and that's that's the best thing, like, being on stage is, like, mark of a true professional, when you can get on stage and make, like, the biggest mistake of your life, and just be able to, like, go over it like nothing happened, like, I'm pretty sure I got the chords all wrong, but... You At know, least I was playing real chords. <laughs> most of the time, people don't even notice, like, No, it's true. Like that. And that's the nice thing is, like, I'll be like, Mom, it was terrible. My my guitar pick fell, and I I missed my F chord because I just couldn't do it. And and, I'll, and I got off key, and I forgot the words. And she'll be like, oh, really? I didn't even notice. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> like, that's the best thing is when someone's like, oh, you don't notice. And you're like, oh, all right, I can just... Let that go. <laughs> Release the, the awkward terribleness <laughs> of being a teenager and seeing on stage. <laughs> you know, I wish I could say the awkwardness goes away, but it really doesn't. Oh, well, thanks. There's, <laughs> no, there's the good some thing, good looking forward. <laughs> no, the good thing, though, is like eventually you learn to make it a joke. Like, yeah. Not the brag, but I think I'm the funny person on stage just because I made so many mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Like there was so there was one time we were just playing and I tripped and like knocked over a tambourine. It was like during a super serious moment. Like knocked, kicked it across the floor and it made this huge noise. So I just turned around to the audience and like it's like shh, <laughs> and that's what you started did. giggling and it was perfect. And so it's like all these embarrassing moments you learn how to make a joke out of because like that's what you're there for. Is it's it's really laugh. sad. Like I remember one time we were at this like piano recital and this kid totally messed up it was so sad i felt terrible for this poor kid and he was just like playing it and then he just sat there and he just stopped playing and then he looked at the audience and he just smiled like that sad smile <laughs> and then he left and i was just like oh <laughs> and like i wish he would have like laughed or cracked a joke or something mm-hmm. to make it like better but no he was just like oh and then he walked off and i was like oh I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. and that just makes it 
awkward for the audience and also just... You never want the audience to feel bad for you. You always want no, to be like in yeah. control of the emotions that are going on on stage. Mm -hmm. So you flub, then you make them laugh. Like You, you don't relinquish that, that power. You have cause... to really practice hard to make mistakes. It's <laughs> true. It really is true. And especially like in show business, you can never really like kind of predict what's going to happen next because there's so many things that could go wrong. So yep. like another thing would be just always make sure that if something goes wrong, you cover that mistake. Like Oh, and some things can't be covered. Like we just did oh, yeah. a show where we blew the breaker and like half of the stage went dark and all the sound stopped working on one side and we're like in the middle of playing a song and all of a sudden we look around and we're realizing like oh gosh, we like, we don't have sound. And so when something like, we just ended the song and, you know, kind of kept going with the show. But when something so big like that <laughs> happens, you can't just like pretend that nothing's going on. So we just like stopped and we're like, hey, the sound blew. And, you know, you, you talk to the audience. And so you like, you know, life, life happens. Mm -hmm. You just gotta like roll with it. And if Definitely. it's, you can cover it, cover it. If you can't and it needs to be said something, you need to say something, mm -hmm. just make it light. Like, yeah. the power went out, what's up, you know? <laughs> I remember I was with this, I'm with this performing group and um, we were doing a show at an old folk home. Luckily it's in an old folk home. I feel like you can make so many mistakes and they would never know. And that's the best part. <laughs> like I just, it, it's a really, really great place to like work out the kinks, I have to say. Um, but one time we were doing it, um, it was actually the last show of the season, last number of the last show of the season. <laughs> and um, I remember we were just doing the dance and people were singing and all of a sudden the music just stopped. And I was like, all right, I have a choice, like the split second choice. We can either keep it going or we can just stop it. So um, I decided to keep going. I was like, I sang, I don't remember exactly how it worked, but I was like seeing the song. And I was like, the sound went off, we're going to keep going anyways. And then I like kept singing and it worked out really good and it was kind of fun. So, you know, it's really, it's really hard to fix mistakes, but when you can salvage those moments, it's probably best to do so. So, um, we have, we are down to one minute, and, um, I was just gonna ask you guys one more question. This is a very, very hard question to ask, so, you guys, you know, don't, if it's too personal, I understand completely. What's your favorite food? Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is a question oh. that cannot be answered, because food is wonderful all the time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, especially because you guys have like been traveling and stuff. Like, what's your favorite like dish from? You know, you would think we eat out a lot when we travel, but we really don't. No, However, we, there's, just got, there's just not enough time. We no, go shopping, yeah. and then we have to go set up for our concert. But we did have one day off in New Orleans. Oh, and that is my the gosh. best food from any sort of restaurant that we have ever had. Oh, it was good. Southern food is amazing. We just went from one restaurant to the next to the next. Basically <laughs> all day. Yeah, we and saw the sides in between, but curry and gumbo and beignets. Oh man! If it's fried and covered in frosted sugar, like you can't get much better. Oh my god! <laughs> chocolate. Who doesn't love chocolate? Oh my gosh! I know. Chocolate's the best. <laughs> So yeah, oh, I've been dying. I really want to go to New Orleans. So what was like the sort of things? Because I've heard some pretty crazy things go down there. So what happened to you guys? Has anything crazy happened? Um, 
We went just before Mardi Gras, so it was like beginning to build an excitement, but it wasn't too craziness. And, oh, that's good. Um, Dan's uncle took us around, and he was a really great tour guide, so he like steered us clear of, of all like the weird. all all the weird stuff. That's good. Um, yeah, but it's it is a crazy town. You want to you want to be careful. You don't necessarily want to go down certain streets. Yeah. So I've traveled to a lot of foreign countries playing music and. I was walking down the street and thought, something's wrong here. Everybody's speaking English. <laughs> and it felt like I was in another country. Just people were speaking English instead of... Whatever, whatever language, country. You know? Whatever language. Because yeah, it looks totally different there. That's yeah. really cool. I've been dying together. I heard um, someone, my manager's sister, got stabbed with a random needle. There. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. It's probably best not to go. I think it was around Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras yeah, like, you I think it, it was actually that day, so. Um, anyways, we're going to take a break. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. You are listening to Indie the Radio Show, and we will be right back. Thank you. Fifteen minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show.
Brinsley, and that last song you heard was Why Not by Crossstrung. That was amazing. I am so privileged to have them on the show. So this is the third segment of the show, and this is the segment that I spotlight bands. So <laughs> this band I'm going to be spotlighting is called Shepherd, and um, they're indie pop, and they've been together since 2009. Um, they've had lots of labels through that time, Empire of Song slash MGM, um, Chug, Decay, Universal, and Republic. Um, so the members in this band are actually from Australia, and they're really cool because they had um, they were on I think The Voice Australia, but I'm not positive. Um, so their names are Joy- George and Amy Shepherd, and then their sister Emma Shepherd as well. So that's probably where the name came from. And then there's Michael Butler, Jason Bovino, and Dean Gordon. So that's just kind of cool, a little tidbit about <clears throat> them for you guys. I would encourage you guys to go look up their song, Geronimo. It's actually a really good song, and I've been really enjoying it recently. Okay, so this segment f- um, subject that I wanted to talk about is how music influences us because music is a big part of our lives, especially as teens. We've grown up in this generation where it seems like we're always plugged into some kind of device that is channeling some music. So I wanted to talk about how music affects us. So apparently teens listen to about two and a half hours of music a day, which means that we're being exposed to whatever we're listening to and whether consciously or self-consciously, we're hearing things that are coming from the music. So in our world, we have adopted the anything goes mentality. And how are we expected to raise a generation with good morals if there are no morals? And that's a problem. It seems like we have, in our music, become, it's okay to talk about drugs in your music. It doesn't mean we're doing drugs. It's okay to have bad morals in our music, you know? It's all right if we are doing things that we wouldn't let our kids do while we let them listen to the music that talks about it. And it's fine that it talks about guns and shooting other people, you know? It's fine. No, it's not fine. Because whether or not you think you're being affected by it, you are. Because actually, it seems like that's just kind of... I mean, I don't know if this... the crime rates have gone up since this music and since we've developed this um, mentality of anything goes, but I want to know how it's affecting an individual and not necessarily just us as a whole, but um, anything that would affect us. So I wanted to know what can, what is it doing to us? Now, since I've broken away from public school, I've seen difference between me and um the friends that I had before um I don't know it's I'm not saying that they're not happy but it seems like maybe I'm happier than they are I haven't been listening to the music that talks about the drugs and the sex and the um the killing the murdering whatever you know um we really see this a lot in our rap music and um that's a problem because that's something that most people really enjoy listening to. I don't personally, but I know a lot of people do. And also, but not only that, I've heard some songs by Zed that have been about that. And um, also, I've heard songs from Ed Sheeran. Pretty much 
anybody, Katy Perry, you know, anyone that is in the music industry, I've heard this from them. Now, I'm not saying everybody. It seems like Taylor Swift has done a pretty okay job at keeping her act together. But I want to, I want to ask you guys a question. I want to see how you guys feel about this. Because personally, I don't agree with it. But I want to know if you guys disagree, agree with it, pros and cons about it. Let me all let me know about it all down in the comments. I would really appreciate some interaction with you guys. Um, so how are we expected to raise a generation with good morals? I would really like to know because it seems like around us we are constantly bombarded with the mentality of everything goes. And honestly, why are we not standing for this? There are some deeply religious people, at least they claim to be deep, deeply religious, that are letting their children listen to music and watch television shows and dress this way of the anything goes. But so that asks me, that makes me ask two questions. One, do the parents truly care and have the best interest in mind for their kids? And two, why? Why do you think this is going on? I have nothing against, well, I shouldn't say that. It seems like in the media today, we um, have embraced this um, gay pride. Now, I'm not going to say that I hate gays because I don't, but... I don't exactly agree with it either because I am a strong Christian and I do believe that it's not necessarily okay and an acceptable thing. I know that there are others out there who have a different opinion on that and that's fine. But I wonder if maybe Hollywood and the music industry and everyone that is putting out this anything goes mentality with the media and everything, do you think they're doing something to maybe desensitize us? And I know I always use this, but I mean, I was talking to someone who's been around for a little bit of time, I'd say. She said that all the movies that she'd watched since she was, I don't know, she used to live in Australia, and then when she came to America, she would go to the movies, and it seemed like in every single movie there was a supporting role that was gay that didn't really have any necessarily like um, relevance to the story plot. So anyways, we're going to take a break. This is Rinsley and you're listening to Indie. We'll be right back. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? 
Tune in to What Up World. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Indy on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, and welcome back to Indy the Radio Show. This is Rinsley. So, um, I just wanted to make a disclaimer about what I said before about the gays. Um, I have nothing against them. I don't agree with their lifestyle, but I would happily be their friend. I'm not hating on them or anything like that. It's just a personal opinion that I wouldn't have that lifestyle for myself. So don't get me wrong. I love them, and I think they're awesome. They're fun to be around. But, um, yeah, it just wouldn't be a lifestyle that I would pick for myself. Anyways, so back to what we were talking about, about the music um, affecting our lives. So... What effect does this have on us and what effect will it have on our kids? Now, as teens, we don't really look to the future. And I'm sure most of us really don't think about being a mom or anything like that. But, um, sorry. Um, But, I mean, it just seems like it's harder for our parents to raise us than it was for their parents to raise them. And it was harder for their parents to raise them and their parents. You know what I mean? It seems like this world has gotten less morals and less morals and less morals. Because now it seems like lying, no problem. Anybody can lie nowadays. It's all good. Just lie and lie and lie. Because, you know, people always use the, like, oh, you know, it's okay. Um... It was for a good cause. We didn't want to hurt his feelings or, you know, it was what needed to be said so that they'll think that, you know, yada, 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 whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Everybody lying is no big deal. We see it in our TV shows. We see it in everything. And nobody thinks a thing of it. In the 80s, nobody thought a thing of it. But don't you think it's wrong? I mean, how can we live in a world that we trust each other if we're all lying to each other to save each other's feelings or to save our own skin, you know? So why is this? And I think it's because we are being 
desensitized. And I cannot tell you how many times I've said that word, but I cannot tell you how many times it needs to be said. We are in this messed up place where we feel like it's okay to lie and it's okay to do drugs because in our music we're being taught that it's normal and it's if if it makes you feel good if it makes you happy then do it because that's all that matters because i mean doesn't everybody just want to be happy they don't really care i mean most people would rather be miserable than i mean most people would rather be happy than miserable and but isn't there an end goal that we're all trying to get to? And I'm not just saying this in a religious standpoint, but I'm saying this also in a in a just a society standpoint because I know that when I'm raising my kids, I want them to be able to grow up in a place where they can go outside and feel like they're not going to get kidnapped or offered drugs, <laughs> you know? This shouldn't be something that we have to be cautious about, yet we are because we've been exposed and we just accept this as a society. Well, it's not acceptable. It's absolutely not acceptable. How can we feel safe if we're accepting this, you know? It seems like we're being prepared for something bigger than just a screwed up society. And don't get me wrong. I mean, well, basically it is what it is. I am a conspiracy theorist, but pretty soon you're going to see that the conspiracy isn't so much a conspiracy, and I promise you that. But, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we can't accept this. So what can we do to counteract it? I think that we can stop listening. We can stop watching. We can turn it off. We can, inf we can get informed. We can, we can probably even reach out to the person putting this stuff out and we can say that's enough. We can say let's stop. We can say we don't need this anymore. We can tell them that we'd rather have positive uplifting entertainment than stuff that would affect and rot on our brains and make us think that our society is okay when it's not. That's not okay. We're up in this illusion that maybe things will get better. But how can they get better if we're not doing anything about it? How can they, you know? I think that right now, we need to stop. We need to turn it all off. We need to go on strike. We need to go on a better living strike. We need to do this not only for ourselves, but for our futures, for our children, for their children. We need to stop this because as I see it going up in these generations where things just keep getting worse and worse and worse, I can't imagine what it'll be like in 50 years. And how in the world are we supposed to expect our ourselves and our families to live on, our posterities to live on, if we can't even stop listening to stuff that's talking about killing each other? I mean, we, obviously, lying is acceptable now in the society. That was pushed on us a while ago, and that's just the simple thing that I'm using. But also, drugs is pretty much acceptable now, okay? Fast forward 50 years, will murdering be acceptable? I mean, all of our media says so. We're constantly looking at how the murderer is possibly the good guy in our TV 
in our music, you know? And that's just a, that's an even more extreme example. We are completely okay with abortion, which isn't that murder. I mean, come on, really? I mean, they like, doctors would like you to think that maybe the baby doesn't cry when it comes out, but there is a child there and there's a spirit there and it's there. Isn't that not murder? I understand that maybe the person who decided this abortion is okay would justify it into saying that maybe they would ruin their lives if they didn't give up the child. There's two options. Don't have sex in the first place when you're not ready for it. And the second one is give it up for adoption. I mean, you got yourself into this mess. Don't take this poor child in place with it. That's not all right. But I've talked about some very controversial things today. And I really hope that you guys don't hate me for it. But this is just my opinion. Comment down below and let me know what you're thinking and how you feel. And if you disagree or agree with me, I'd be happy to. Give me your arguments and I'll talk to you about it next time on the next show. So, but for my calendar of events, since I didn't talk about that yet, and I should have, <laughs> um, go to www.rinsley.net. And I just got my first regular job performing for a retirement home every Friday during the day. So that's kind of exciting. I get paid $50 for 45 minutes and I get to go sing to all these awesome people. Um, plus, I think it's so fun to talk to um, older people because they have so much experience and wisdom in their lives and they have stories to tell. And it's just fun. So my next show coming up is on Saturday, March 21st at the Downtown Mesa Arts and Crafts Festival. So if you want to come support me and that would be great if you agree with what I'm talking about and what I'm doing. Um, I'd be happy to have you. But even if you're not, please come and talk to me. I just love to get your guys' feedback, whether it's positive or not so positive you know I just want to hear back from you guys so I can maybe help you guys understand where I'm coming from all right well if you guys don't mind I'd just like to end with this one question I'd like to end with the question what are you gonna do about it you could say I'm gonna do nothing about it you could say I'm going to go all out and stop listening to my music. I'm going to stop doing whatever I'm doing that I could be doing that's affecting my future. Because, okay, it's not even about us. Forget us. Think it's not affecting you. That's fine. Maybe it's not affecting you. But don't you think it affects young, impressionable children? And do you want your kids running around doing things, having abortions because they have no other... Of anything else to do? Would you have your husband, future husband, murdered because someone was listening to the rap music that was talking about murder? And um, would you have your kids lying to you all the time so you would never know where they were? And before you know it, they're kidnapped? I mean, I'm just saying these are very random scenarios. Well, they're not completely random because I'm sure they could happen, but they do happen today. And that's just something that I wanted to talk about. And please don't hate me for it. If you disagree, please let me know, and I would love to talk to you about it, um, whether it's through the show or in the comments. But, um, yeah, so just I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to be able to talk to you guys, and I hope you guys feel the same way. If not, let me know. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. You're listening to Indie the Radio Show. We'll see you next week. And this show was produced by the Kid Star Performing... Na-na-na-na-na. Nah, 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 nah.
Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Indie. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Kids channel. Are you feeling inspired to be original now? Go do something awesome, beautiful, and be Indie. Now from the Kids Are Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish.
That was the Wisp Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 